So welcome everyone. This is the podcast Thyself Presents Nike Air Mats Day with Titi Finlay. We're super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, your favourite wellness brand, Thyself, is celebrating Air Max Day and we are bringing something completely new. So um, today, obviously, we're celebrating Air Max Day with Nike um, and we have got four amazing female sneakerheads and women who are really like in this community um, and just a big shout out to Nike for representing women because at the moment as it stands um, women are really still not represented in the sneaker community we're still not able to get a lot of the sneakers that we want because they all come in men's sizes um, and we're just like super grateful that Nike are championing women and showing that women there is like a demand um, so yeah, we're really excited to bring you this podcast and like showcase all of the women in our community who are absolutely killing it in the sneaker game. So if this is the first time you're listening to the show or even hearing about Thyself, a little bit about us. Thyself is an international community of women who are actualizing self-care through communal learning, shared experiences, cultural initiatives, just like this one where we are looking at women in the sneaker industry. We want to make wellness a priority for everyone and we're starting off with women. So join us to talk about the podcast a little bit. Today, we're gonna be talking to some amazing guests and you're gonna hear from each and every one of them about what being a sneakerhead means to them, What being a sneakerhead in London as a female, what that looks like, um, and also what wellness looks like to them. What do they do for wellness? What is really important to them and how they're achieving their goals? We're also going to give you this incredible, incredible competition. Um, I'm gassed. What, yeah. what, what do you say? I'm so excited. I wish I won this competition. <laughs> um, so basically this week we decided to run a competition across social asking you guys to design your own Air Max sneaker what it would look like if you were able to design your own like your perfect Air Max um, and shout out to the winner who is now the lucky owner of 12 pairs of Air Max sneakers 12 pairs the prize was a year's worth of Air Max insane we're so happy we got the giveaway <laughs> um, so yeah you are sorted for life imagine having a, one fresh pair of sneakers to wear every month oh I'm going to push that. Imagine having a fresh pair every day. Whoa, (laughs) that would be insane. So good. So you would have seen the competition going around on Instagram and we've challenged all of our listeners, our audience, our fans, everyone that follows us to design their perfect colorway of the Air Max. So it's been really interesting to see all of these designs. Um, If you didn't, get to see this competition or if you started or reached us a little bit late just take a look back we're going to post some of our favorites on our channels respectively um and let us know which ones are your favorite you never know mm. they could get made yeah so today we're going to be speaking with we've got liz b croft who is a new york sneakerhead um, and mental health advocate by day she is actually a qualified therapist and mental health worker but she actually is also the designer of nike's in my feels shoe which was a mental health awareness 270 react that came out last year and everyone was trying to get it um i'm really sad because i didn't get it but chloe did i did i did i'm just sitting here smiling you might hear it in my voice literally (laughs) um so that was a really sick shoe and it was 
nice that Liz was able to bring those two communities together and really raise awareness um, and also just the fact that she is just a female that she's got major clout in the sneaker industry um so yeah shout out to liz shikana so we spoke to artist manager uh i guess she doesn't even like to be called a model but she's someone that likes to wear clothes so that's how and we're going to describe her fire all time <laughs> yeah actually. she's hard um so yeah so we're going to be speaking to her talking a lot about wellness what her favorite sneakers are what the game looks like to her and what is really important to her as a professional she's a designer um and yeah she's going to be talking to you about her favorite colorways what the history of air max meant to her what it looked like for her growing up and it's really insightful so i think it's going to be a really really good interview and you're mm -hmm. going to love it so all the sneakerheads please stay locked in this is the one to be listening to why did we come up with this idea why did mm -hmm. you know why was it a must to happen i feel like um the, the reason we decided to do this was obviously we both heavily um, champion women in both our communities so the wellness and self-care side of things and the sneaker side of things and I think the two of us and like what we believe in overlaps like hugely like I champ I like advocate for mental health all the time and then Chloe you're super into like style and fashion and sneakers um, so we kind of came up with the idea of creating this podcast um, just to show first of all like how many women in the like are like love sneakers and also the diversity um i think women are doing what women are doing in the sneaker community is what they're doing in every other industry right now they're, they're bossing it bossing it they're really flipping it on its head changing the game um and i think what we loved is the fact that like all the women that we have on today are really open about their self-care and their mental health even though they're like they constantly have like amazing sneaker pictures and like outfits and they just look like they're killing it all times they're also really transparent about their mental health and yeah what self-care looks like to them and we just thought this was like a really nice opportunity to showcase that amazing and also i wanted to like go into a little bit of a deeper history as to what the air max stands for how it was created i'm gonna leave tt to this because yeah. she's a proper pro when it comes to history <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this is a little history lesson um so with the air max obviously the air max is nike's most iconic shoe um and family of sh of shoes um it was actually designed back in the 70s and nike were the first brand to ever put an air bubble into the sole of a sneaker um, but it wasn't until the 1980s when the OG Tinker Hatfield who if you don't know is one of Nike's I mean probably is Nike's most iconic designer um, he decided to expose the Nike air bubble um, in the shoe and at the time a lot of people in Nike were like you're gonna ruin the brand and like this isn't this isn't what we what we look like the shoe's gonna look horrible etc um, but he went with it anyway and and as you can see, it paid off because the Air Max, the bubble is the most iconic feature of the Air Max. Um, segue into what we're doing today is that the air bubble was actually described as the window to the soul, but we we're kind of flipping that around um, and doing a play on words. And we're speaking about what you would see if you looked into the window of our soul and our guests. Um, so yeah. That's what we're speaking about today. So I guess if you were to look into the window of my soul, you'd see like a lot of family, 
a lot of friends wellness will be like put on a pedestal because I think it's such a massive part of my life now and not just my life in terms of my lifestyle as well like I think it's really important to travel when you can to get out into nature to meet up with the right people to surround yourself with the right people so for me if you looked into the window to my soul you would definitely see a lot of people but it would be really influential but influential for the right reasons mm. lots of people lots of family members you might see popping up on my instagram every now and then um you definitely see a lot of clothes a lot of trainers um because it's definitely how i describe myself and how i identify myself as not just i guess a sneakhead but or a woman with style just a woman in general love that what about you babe um i think if you looked into the window of my soul you would see a very um creative person um i obviously i'm hugely into sneakers and like chloe said like my sneaker collection is pretty booming and <laughs> that is i guess like a way that i express myself um but i'm also like an artist and i am a creative i yeah everything i do has like some kind of creativity to it um and i think another thing is like a little bit of a softer side i think on social we come across as like these certain people and like i constantly feel like I am promoting like positive vibes and stuff on social and I'm always like full of energy and like um, that's kind of how I come across but if you actually know me I'm not always like that I have like a very sensitive side and yeah I've a lot of lows that go with the highs um, I mean so she yeah. does dance every morning yeah. this time <laughs> so um, I guess everyone should try that I need to try that it's a great fair. a great way to start the day <laughs> um so going back to Air Max day what are you going to be wearing today I, am I mean wearing... I can see what you're wearing now but talk to the <laughs> I am wearing um, the Air Max 90, of course. So the Air Max 90 has just been brought back for its 30th anniversary this year. Um, it's come back as a recrafted version that is very, very similar to the original. But this year they brought it back in a whole bunch of new colorways. So they've got the, the Volt Yellow, they've got the Great Purple, Pink, the Neon Turquoise and then the Royal Blue. Um, honestly, I've, I've only got the Volt Yellow right now. I need to get all of the colorways. Yeah, I was going to say purple's not my yeah. color so i'm not mm. really down for the purple but i will have every single yeah, other colorway yeah. yeah so today i have got my air max 90s on with a neon pink cord from nike um but obviously that's just to celebrate air max day on a regular day i'd be rocking it with just a gray tracksuit I guess for me, what I'd wear it with is probably a grey tracksuit as well. Um, maybe throw on a leather blazer on top. Nice. A slight TC yes. style most yeah. of the time, but I'm, I'm robbing it today. Um, or I guess if I'm like just keeping it really chill, apart from the tracksuit, I'd probably end up wearing it with like a pair of like cut-off jeans, high socks, um, a hoodie, or actually quite a nice top. It really depends. I like to mix my style mm. as well. Like I always want to remain a little bit feminine mm -hmm. even if I am wearing a tracksuit it's still it's a way I wear it I might wear it with like hoops I might change it up with like a bit of accessories um I might even wear it with like you know a Jacquemus bag if I had one but uh <laughs> if only we had one <laughs> if only um but yeah I just like to mix it up and make sure that there's still a side of femininity in my outfits mm. for a stylist opinion I think the best person to go to would be Coco so we're gonna let you skip over to 
our Instagram to see what that looks like and see how she styles the Air Max. I think she's got a look for everyone. Yeah. And something I learned from Coco is that you always style from the shoe up. So when you're rocking a really nice pair of sneakers, um, pick out the colours from the shoe and that's how you build your outfit. Um, so yeah, nice little bit of styling advice there. Who are your wellness inspirations and why? So my wellness inspiration and style inspiration yes. is Miss Emily Oberg, um, who a lot of people will know. She's like a huge personality on Instagram. Um, she, Shout out Sporty and Rich. Yes, Sporty and Rich is a vibe. Um, but yeah, I think just like from a style perspective, I like how she wears her her style is literally just a uniform that never has really gone out of style. Um, and she kind of promotes that sustainable fashion message by just wearing like vintage clothes and stuff that is always going to be stylish and always has been stylish. And then from a wellness perspective, obviously she started out um, doing the Sporty and Rich Wellness Club, which is giving out like free health, exercise, food advice um, on Instagram. And it's just like, I'm just lapping it up right now. I think yeah. it's just so nice to have someone give you that free information without like, it being like a dietitian that you have to pay for or like a PT that you have to pay for. Um, so yeah, I just love that she's promoting that message. Of people, TT inspires me with her get up, get ready, get dressed, <laughs> dance kind of vibe. That's really inspiring. Um, all of the women that you're gonna hear later on in the podcast, they really all inspire me in different ways. Um, I think also I'm very inspired by the people that I meet every day through thyself and the kind of work that we do within the community. So yeah, we do events and yeah, we host like really cool stuff, but we also do a lot more grassroots um, outreach. So we work with schools and we meet young women that are like telling us what it looks like to be a young woman in this day and age for them. Um, and yeah, just women that are, you may, you know, maybe might be struggling with different parts of their life, different parts of their confidence, wanting to build themselves up, wanting to build a new community. Cause we all know that, you know, making new friends, is not easy. Maintaining relationships are not easy. So I think for me, I'm super inspired by. So Chloe, what does wellness mean to you? And how did you get started in it? For me, I think wellness is a lifestyle. Um, I very much like the term self-care and self-love. I think they are very much entwined. I personally needed um, because it just felt very product-led. Um, so for me, I wanted to build it up. I wanted to teach other people how to do it. I wanted to make it so normal that everyone can do it and to make wellness basically accessible. So for me, I say wellness looks like whatever makes you feel good and makes you feel relaxed. Right now, I'm kind of relaxed. I think if I could see running water or some kind of nature, whether that's just like the sun in the sky or just a bright sky, that's enough for me. Yeah. Um, but also finding certain spaces. So shout out to Chrome Yoga that have give us, given us their studio to shoot and record from because for me that's an amazing safe space mm -hmm. it's somewhere in a crowded city that you can actually feel like home you can feel represented you can feel welcomed and that's a major that you know that's a i would say that's a priority and that's also a privilege um and not many people have that so you know if you feel like you're lacking find your safe space that will ultimately make your wellness a little bit better or elevate it. 
yeah i love that also if i'm gonna shout out another studio i've got to shout out remind studio um i've got a post coming out soon on instagram uh for thyself and it's like the perfect places to cry so i definitely oh God, say <laughs> i need those places <laughs> yeah and i want everyone to drop their like favorite places so for me um thyself anywhere that thyself is is like an open space to mm. feel be yourself to cry to feel whatever feelings you're feeling and not hide from them and you said as well that like every thyself event that you have oh my god somebody cries and yeah it's not an event, a thyself it, event it's unless... not a thyself if someone doesn't That's cry amazing. i feel like it's like free therapy mm-hmm. um so yeah so shout out to thyself and the thyself community because <laughs> it's not about me at all it's about us um and also remind studio an amazing studio to release and it's a meditation studio so that's a good place to go to and also chrome yoga my loves amazing amazing what about you what does wellness look like to you um for me um wellness is like actually being able to relax and i really struggle with that because i work in social media and my mind is always thinking about social media and content and um i find myself this is really embarrassing but like some nights i find myself like dreaming about content like the other night i literally came (laughs) up with the whole youtube franchise in my dream and then i woke up in the morning and i was like i literally worked in my sleep like i was thinking about (laughs) it's ridiculous so it's kind of like I feel like I really um, try to find ways to switch off completely especially so I can sleep properly and actually have some downtime Um, speaking of places that you go to like relax and like cry and like do that um this is really like lame but like maybe it's not it's never i actually have this like park bench that like overlooks um i live in putney on the river and it just overlooks the river it's like a solitary bench next to the river and i've been going there because i've lived in putney my whole like time in london so about five years i've been going to that bench since i first moved to london and i was like super lonely when i first moved here okay i'm gonna need a picture of you on this bench and i'm like an old man like i go and like (laughs) feed the birds and i just sit there by myself with a coffee and ever like when I first moved to London I didn't know anyone and I my boyfriend was in Scotland and I was like so lonely and I used to just go there and like stare at the river and just like think about life and like still to this day I love going there and like it reminds me of that um how far so you come as nice, well exactly yeah so that's kind of like a nice place I like to revisit um and other than that it's just like switching off my phone and just relaxing taking yeah. some time to do yoga and yeah and my morning workouts of course questions crep trainer sneaker what word relates most to you i think sneaker and it's actually um obviously i'm british so i shouldn't really say sneaker but i feel like that is just what it's called there. yeah <laughs> um and i never really say crepes or what was the other one uh trainer trainer i never really say crepes or trainers um obviously i used to call it that back in the day um i also spent quite a bit of time in america and i spent like two summers working at a summer camp there so it was like eight weeks of solid solid time in america and i had to learn how to say stuff like trash and <laughs> sneaker and like um what's the other ones i can't remember but yeah i had to like really adjust my dialogue because they were like what's the what's rubbish um what does overcoming your fears look like um i think overcoming my fears um it probably is the only way that i i'm able to do that is to remind myself of what i've done in the past um a lot of the time it's just like going for it and like I have like a vision and I have like a like a drive and I know exactly why where I want to be and I know exactly what I need to do to get there. So sometimes it's like 
overcome I just have to like it's not even an option to be scared and the only way that I can get through that is reminding myself of stuff I've done in the past that I was like like can't believe I've done like <laughs> I've like really gone for it and like I'm proud of like the stuff that I've done to get where I am so um yeah that's how I do it <laughs> okay and snog marry avoid on air max trainers go um okay it's got to be snog the oh my god <laughs> i think i'm gonna snog the air max 90 actually um because it's it's a new little fling that i'm having and <laughs> um i just love all the colorways yeah i'd snog an air max 90. i would marry the air max 95 because it was my first proper sneaker that i bought when i got into being like into sneakers um and that has like a really special place in my heart and i would avoid um probably the air max 720 just because it's like a super futuristic i mean i'm not like dissing it in any way it's just not really what i would like i wouldn't style it with any of my looks it's quite a futuristic one that just doesn't like kind of fit with my style so yeah i hear that yes do it yeah what's your top three bits of wellness advice top three best pieces of wellness advice for me is one stay true to yourself it's just key to life. I think that is what I've learned from family and older, more wiser people is always staying true to yourself. So that is number one. Um, Wellness advice number two is have a physical space. That's why I always relate back to safe spaces because it's really important to know that you can retreat to somewhere which can physically have a presence and have the right kind of um, effect on you. Sometimes we actually need to feel like we're away from things. Um, so yeah, so for me, it would be that. And number three, treat yourself no one is more important than you you are more than enough and you deserve everything so if you look at how you speak to your friends do that to yourself that is a good way of treating yourself and especially if there's something that you want to try which you know will benefit you in the long run it will make you feel good treat yourself you're worth it um do the snog barrier vibes <laughs> on the air max go okay so for me snog would definitely have to be the 95s like that i've just i remember like the first pair that i ever saw and i was like oh my god i need to have them they were amazing so i'd probably snog those um i'd probably marry um a pair of tns yeah because tns like were for me were monumental it signified you know my childhood but like going into like teenage era um it was massive i probably had about 10 different pairs i had like a, le a white leather pair with um lime green stitching it was mad i had a denim pair because oh i used God, to go to so literally and I, <laughs> I was an idiot and i got rid of them all but and i'm gutted now but how do I say it? It's like very uplifting. It's a quite an uplifting shoe. Yeah. Um, so I definitely love that. Um, and in terms of avoid, unfortunately, I think I might have to say the Veronas because they're just not my style. Um, I appreciate them and I think they look sick on some people. I've just seen all of the launches mm -hmm. that have gone out and they look amazing. They're just not for me. Mm -hmm. I think I have a very specific silhouette that I like. Um, and yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. 
I think I've seen Liz, who we interview, yeah. rocking the Verona, and she's made it look. She Come on. I mean, she says everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks so fire. And final quick fire question What do you associate when you hear the word Nike? I associate Nike with being disruptive. Um, I do believe it's quite a inclusive, so a welcoming brand. I don't think that anyone is excluded from it unless you're an absolute asshole. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think in terms of Nike as a brand, it's very inclusive, um, very disruptive. And I guess those are qualities that I like in myself mm. or that I definitely aim to achieve in life. Um, I love the fact that they're championing women that look different. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially seeing like, you know, the plus size model, the plus size launch, um, that was major seeing the hijab like that was amazing like it just made me think that like this is covering so many different women Mm. so many different values so many different morals and we're all essentially one like we're a community and we're that community through nike as a brand also nike was actually named after the greek goddess of victory which seems very appropriate so um, for this podcast and the fact that they have given us this platform to speak about women who are goddesses um yeah so thank you nike um i think the female community in the uk is growing so much right now um and we spoke to coco as well and uh, she actually said it's like a sisterhood and i really agree with that i think because we don't um necessarily have like the same representation as men in the industry right now we maybe don't have the same amount of clout because like women haven't really been part of that um, industry until very recently um sorry i think as well when we're starting to get loads of really nice sneaker collabs coming out with women like liz um liz's in my field shoe and then melody asani's jordan's Mm. like um i really feel like we're starting to get the recognition we deserve and um, brands are starting to recognize that women are just as into sneakers as so yeah so <laughs> wrapping up this podcast thank you all for listening in we absolutely loved hanging out with you we definitely want to do this again and yeah let's just keep the conversation going wellness and sneakers that's a vibe yeah absolutely it's such a vibe sneakers and self-care is all you need yeah <laughs> so yeah so listen in um to further podcast check us out on instagram i am chloe pierre ldn and the brand is thyself at thy.self and you can check me out at t-t-f-i-n-l-a-y t-t finley on instagram and don't forget to check out all the cool designs that people have made we're super stoked about this collab and we can't wait to keep it going with you guys so shout out one love stay safe yes and happy air max day happy air max day (laughs) So now we have got Miss Liz Beecroft. Liz, hi, and thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Um, How are you today? I'm good. I'm just hanging out on my couch. and Actually, I'm really good because I won a raffle for the Travis SB. Oh, Ah! I'm so jealous. I'm so happy. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mad pop. Yeah. Oh, my God, congrats. Yeah, so full-time, I am a mental health therapist. Um, I am in Brooklyn, New York, uh, currently, which is where I live now. Originally, I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, I moved here to New York City in 2014 to get my master's degree in social work, which is eventually what led me to becoming a full-time therapist. 
Um, and I'm also a big lover of sneakers. Ever since I was little, I, you know, started getting in sneakers because I was playing basketball, and then my love of sneakers kind of expanded. The top three things in your life that you care about. Oh my gosh, um, probably my family would be number one. I'm very close to my family. I'm an only child, so grew up really close with my parents. Um, my boyfriend, my friend. Colin. Um, and- <laughs> hey, Colin. <laughs> Shout out, Colin. He's an absolute <laughs> And I think just, you know, overall, just like trying to really be positive and put like a positive message out into the world. That's something I think I care a lot about. Sometimes too much to the point where I stress myself out, but just trying to make an impact, a positive impact in the world. How do you de-stress from that kind of feeling or those kind of experiences? Because you feel them a lot. Like, I know what you do, so you get it a lot and from definitely, like, a lot of different angles. Yeah, as far as de-stress, like, it's hard. Like, my schedule is definitely very packed often. Uh, And so, you know, with work, I'm constantly surrounded by trauma. I work for a foster care agency, like I said, and, you know, I'm hearing stories of young children and their families and the trauma they've endured. And so it's really hard at times to not, like, bring all that home with me and, like, let that kind of seep into my personal life. But I think for me, just practicing self-care is something of just something kind of like setting boundaries for myself so knowing when to say no um trying to not overload my schedule too much mm-hmm. um really something i really focused on this last year was just surrounding myself with really positive people and people that i really respect and people that make me feel good when i'm around them mm-hmm. eliminating you know some friendships that i've had for a long time but it was just it wasn't a healthy friendship so it was difficult but I had to do it for myself uh, I play basketball that's a really good way to release stress and you know try to get out of New York City when I can because it, there's a lot going on here all the time and um, sometimes it's nice to just get away and, and not be in that New York mindset mm, for sure where are you now in terms of surviving or thriving? Um, I would say I'm in a healthy middle um, place <laughs> of that. I mean, I, I definitely have my times and my days where I'm like super stressed out and at my breaking point of, you know, I'm taking on me too much right now and am I, is it worth it? Um, but on the flip side, I have some really great days when I'm seeing like that hard work um, coming to fruition and really being able to see the results of like the energy and the time and putting into things. Um, but I definitely like have been in therapy before. Currently, I'm not um, in therapy right now. But you know, if need be, I always go back to see my therapist and just check her and say, hey, you know, I need to come in for a session and talk about it. But I think. Um, currently I'm like in the middle place. There's just a, there's currently a lot happening in my life. Good yeah. things. Um, Alan and I are moving really soon, so that's exciting, but it's also stressful trying to pack up your whole apartment and your yeah. life and move when you have a lot of other stuff happening, but, um, just, yeah, practicing my self-care when I can. Nice. 
And like speaking of like all the things that are happening in your life right now, um, we want to talk about obviously your In My Feels shoe that you designed with Nike, which we love and I still want to get one day, but I might never <laughs> get it. <but> Let's <laughs> pray because I, I think, think I need pray. another one. I know, literally. <laughs> Nike collab come out come about then and like what was your favorite part of doing it yeah sure so there's um, a program over in the U.S. called it was previously called Cultivator they just rebranded um and they're now called Nike by You Workshop and so what they are they're a section of Nike like a subcontracted um department of Nike where they offer creatives to share their stories for sneakers and so um, in the past, I had some friends who designed sneakers the year prior, and I thought, and I thought it was a really cool um, experience and a really cool opportunity. And so I had followed them on, on Instagram, and when the time came, um, they had posted, we're looking for New York people to be part of our next sneaker drop. So I had applied um, to take part in this, and what had happened was, you know, maybe a month or two months went by where um, I started seeing other friends that had also applied to be a part of it, like getting responses saying like, sorry, you weren't accepted at this time. Um, and then other people like kind of saying, yes, I got this opportunity, I'm so excited. And I hadn't heard back either way. So I finally was like, all right, I gotta DM them and see what's going on because I just want to know if I got it or I didn't get it. Um, I ended up hitting them up and messaged them and they're like, what's your email? So long story short, I put in the wrong email address. Uh. I blame it on my fat And so I ultimately did get the opportunity. And so I was a couple of days behind jumping into it. But luckily for me, I always knew if I were to ever design a sneaker, I would definitely do a mental health awareness sneaker just because it's a way for me to merge like my two worlds into one. Um, I love the sneakers and my full-time career as a therapist. And so I did that. And, you know, it was a really seamless process. It went by really quick. It's maybe like two, three months total time like whereas for most um speakers and production can take at least a year or more mm. um but they gave us access to our own special studio on nike Bayou's website so we had a little bit more features than most people normally get to do if they were to go on the site and customize their own pair of shoes and so yeah i knew like i wanted to incorporate the color green which is the color of mental health awareness and one of the options were the, the, the wavy swoosh that I chose. Um, and I thought it was really cool, but for me it was kind of like, all right, how do I tie this in with my storytelling and make it something that makes sense? And something I always say is the fact that healing isn't linear, so that's why use that wavy swoosh for to represent the fact that we always have ups and, we always have ups and downs in life. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think for me, a big part of just working with friends as far as the mental health capacity goes is being able to give back and actually give resources. I don't want to profit off of mental health per se or, or make it look like I'm using mental health as like a, a way to make money. Mm -hmm. um, so I tried to use um, 
segue into like what this podcast is about is like how people like you are like bringing that mental health and like wellness conversation into the sneaker industry as well mm. um and I think it's really amazing that you did that and it's just a fire shoot as well and the fact that it's got that like substance behind it is just amazing um thank you yeah so like we've been talking about like the sneaker industry in the UK and like um, how we as women like I feel like the female sneaker culture is just growing and growing and a part of that is because we there's a lot that we still can't get from the sneaker industry like there's still like really non-inclusive like size runs and like diversity and everything um, and we all kind of like stick together so like the female kind of culture in sneakers is just like really close-knit um, but what do you think in New York like compared to London like do you think New York is like the same or do you feel like there's anything um, missing from the industry yeah I mean I would say New York is a little bit more inclusive because I mean as far as the speaker industry in New York City you get literally everyone you have like the newcomers the old, the old heads the OGs like the resellers um it's funny I was just walking by kids earlier today and you know the whole line outside and I'm not saying they're all resellers but 90% of the people online were all guys mm, and exactly. it's still like the battle of trying to be able to get the shoes we want not only designed for women specifically like I'm so pumped to see that the off-white the door is for those beige oh I, I want them so bad that, yeah, it's dope. Like, it's cool to see that kind of stuff being a women's specific release and, like, the Blue Chill ones and, like, they came back out with the Jordan OGs. Mm. Um, so it's cool to see, like, women speakers now being released that not only the women want, but also, also the guys want. Yeah. Um, I think that's helping put the women on the map a little bit more. Um, but it's tough, like it's a hard world out there and to, you know, be taken seriously and to, you know, be respected in the sense that like, yeah, we're women and we're females, but we also know our stuff about these shoes and, you know, we can really speak on the history of sneakers and there's some of us out there who, you know, really do care and really can run with these guys, but I think it's just a matter of being taken seriously mm-hmm. in some capacity. Yeah. Um, and I think, but I mean, as far as and even some events in New York, like you go out to some speaker events, and like primarily it's very male-dominated. Mm. It's cool that they're really putting the highlight and letting us share our stories on that. Um, because I think it's important. And I think in order to get the respect and to get the seat at the table that we're really trying to fight for, um, these brands have the position to be able to help us with that. 
Absolutely, yeah. And like, it's we're really lucky that Nike are like on board and they really want to like shout about women in this industry. Um, And I think what you're saying about like um, how like women's shoes are like getting so sought after by guys, like the cactus plant flea flea market, like Vapor Maxes are like so hard to get, and like my boyfriend's like desperate to get them, but he can't ever get his size. Um, And I think like something like that we, I feel like what the future is for sneakers is just like the gender fluidity I feel like eventually it should just be like all-inclusive for all genders um, and it's the same with apparel as well like because we literally I love wearing like Nike menswear so like and I'm sure like you're the same like it's there's I just think it needs to be like this fluid um, offering so yeah but um, if you had yeah. to choose would you choose Nike menswear or Nike womenswear Oh man, I think as of lately I'd go with women's wear. Mm. They've been putting out some really dope um, styles lately and colors and just like different textures and patterns and um, there's a pair of socks. I don't know if they have them over in Europe or not, but they're these like sheer socks with like a little bit of a frill on the top. Oh, I saw that you got them. They look amazing. I just, yeah, I just ordered them. They're so thick. So I would say women's wear because I think um, they keep it sporty and comfortable, but also like in a way where we can still be women and show off our curves and, Absolutely. you know, show some skin if they want to. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. And I do think like, like you said, like um, the women's wear is like you sex in a sense like mm-hmm. but it still yeah it still has that like feminine silhouette um without being too like flaunting and like yeah too feminine and if you yeah. if you could be any air max <laughs> which one would you be oh my goodness i okay so i'm torn between an air max 93 or an air max 180 oh yeah those are my two favorite Air Max so I think the 93 is probably because that was more of an innovative uh, release because that was the first time that they used the new technology to use that 270 air unit in the soul mm. um, so I love those also Tinker Hatfield is just a legend yeah um, designed those but also the 180 and the 93 are actually the reason the 270 came to be because mm. they're 270 is a fusion between the 93 and the 180, so it's kind of funny because that's ultimately what my speaker ended up being, the 270 React. Yeah. So. Well, I guess you would be like a 270 React then. Mm. You're both. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so old school. I love the old school model. And you're always been popular because you are my favorite woman over there in London, killing it. I'm so proud of you both. Oh, um, I love you. But yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. And yeah, if anyone wants to follow me on IG, I guess, you know, my Instagram is at Liz and then letter B and then Cross, D-R-O-S-T. Um, yeah, check it out. Pick me up if you ever need mental health resources. I am here to help. Yes. And the best outfit inspo as well. So I am here with OG sneakerhead and sneaker expert, Ketchy. Hi. Hi. Thank you for coming on the podcast and chatting with us. Um, Yeah, so as you guys know, we are chatting with 
females in the UK and well worldwide sneaker community that we really look up to and who are like absolute experts in their fields and I think Ketchy is the perfect example of that so first question um it's obviously Air Max Day and we wanted to ask what is your earliest memory of wearing or seeing the Nike Air Max oh god so I guess my earliest memories would have probably been because I'm the youngest of six and I've got a lot of older siblings. So my young, my earliest memory would have probably been seeing my older brothers wearing the Air Max um, NM Varsities mm. and really, really thinking to myself, oh my God, they look so dope. They were like quite big, quite um, chunky. Yeah. But they just made a really cool, like had had really big statement and I guess it was that kind of whole like 90s New York kind of hip hop kind of styling and era they just kind of like stuck out to me as like mm. super dope sneakers yeah that's so interesting because like a couple of the other people that we've chatted to on the podcast have said the same it's always been like their oldest old, older siblings yeah. that have like got them into it um, exactly. yeah definitely um and like what do you associate with Air Max when you think of it like oh with Air Max I guess for me I kind of think of I mean when I think of Nike in its own I kind of think of um, it being a brand that is like super um, excellence um, dominance empowerment mm. familiarity but when I think of Air Max Nike for me particularly I think of like an urban aesthetic and um inner cities and i mean ends yeah absolutely really the culture behind it time. yeah yeah completely yeah it's the type of shoe that i i would associate with i guess because i'm from a working class background mm-hmm. for me it's something that i that just kind of resonates with me and when i see that on people I always feel like okay they probably have also come from an inner city or an Mm -hmm. urban area or like a working class background yeah yeah absolutely it's like deep rooted in that culture as well exactly yeah definitely yeah it's crazy how one shoe can be so iconic and just like instantly reminds you 100% of that culture and that like yeah it's amazing and it was like kind of not just in like London as well Mm, something that's kind mm -hmm. of quite like universal everywhere so like down to like the inner cities and the kind of urban areas in Amsterdam and Mm -hmm. Harlem or in Paris you know in the kind of urban areas in Paris as well something that just kind of seems quite synonymous yeah um with that yeah definitely yeah it's such a sick shoe um I was saying to Chloe that my um the reason that I love the Air Max 90 so much because I was never allowed a pair when I was a kid and I was like so obsessed with like old school hip-hop and everything and like all that culture and like my mum was like no you're not wearing trainers like literally like super like wouldn't let me do them and I was like so as soon as I was old enough I was like yes I can get my own Air Max 90s yeah finally yeah literally so yeah but yeah it's the same to me like that is exactly what they remind me of um and yeah such an iconic style yeah, so what does Air Max Day mean to women and like female sneakerheads in the UK? Oh, I don't know. I, uh, I guess for me at first Air Max a day was quite a, 
now and like a brand led um, mm-hmm. thing but I think over the past few years it's definitely kind of been a real good avenue and opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of highlight and to showcase more of um, female acknowledgement within the brands and female acknowledgement just within the sneaker industry and the sneaker and the culture mm-hmm. as well I feel like it gives us an um, I mean an additional opportunity to kind of say okay this is one day that we're going to be able to dedicate and to the ladies or yeah. one day that we can kind of say okay here's a moment for us to speak about things or to shine or for us to mm. showcase our art um, piece that maybe we'd be able to also um, do on a normal other day but it might not get as much attention or as much yeah. as a highlight as much um, recognition and something that we can definitely um take and own yeah. for ourselves. I mean, I always think of Air Max, Nike, especially the Air Max, um, Nike, the, um, the 90s, but I do kind of look at that as quite a masculine, kind of urban, male-dominated mm-hmm. um, kind of type of silhouette. Yeah. It's definitely something that me and a lot of my friends would have worn as well. And for me, speaks to the female that's not necessarily the girly female or not necessarily the girl who wants to wear something in white or pink with a nice lace or with mm, adornments or yeah. stuff like that on the upper. It definitely speaks to kind of the girl that just is a normal, regular sneaker head and just yeah. you know, has her basics and her standards and social media. That's, yeah. It's nice that we have the day and it's kind of moving in a more progressive and inclusive way for everybody and allows yeah. us, it just allows females to kind of use the day as an opportunity to just be like okay well this is what we do yeah you didn't know Da-da. Yeah, yeah, here we are. And I yeah. love that. I feel like Nike this year in particular, the only like comms that I've seen across like social from Nike and about Air Max Day have been like female led. Exactly. It's all like exactly. all about exactly. female sneaker culture. And I think what we're doing is like women are like really flipping sneaker culture on its head a bit at the moment. Yeah. Like, and like you said, it is about like we don't just want like the pink colorway. No. It's like no. we, we're here to show up and like this Air Max day like we're yeah. kind of showing that yeah like that we want the exact same shoes as guys like shoes exactly. sneakers should be gender fluid not just like we shouldn't just have like the feminine colorways it should be exactly. completely inclusive and I think that's something people are really starting to talk about now which is pretty you. sick so yeah I feel like that's the theme of Air Max Day this year yeah um, and it's been nice also to see a lot of different cultures and races also um, represented absolutely, in that as well yeah. so that's also been like a strong theme that yeah. I've seen this year and yeah hope. definitely that as we move forward as well it's becomes something that is just yeah. a standard you know yeah absolutely just completely all inclusive exactly um yeah so what um we've got a fun little question coming up um okay. what would your ultimate air max sneaker look like would you like oh. if you could design one or if it could be like your own colorway of an existing style what would it be you know what? I was thinking about this a little while, and <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite uh, Nike Air Max silhouettes is the '98. I just love mm, the design. I love the yeah, fact that um, the level kind of goes almost all the way around the midsole. You know, I love the fact that it's got so many um, 
panels on the art plot. I like the fact that you can, because of that, you can use so many different um, colorway options, mm-hmm. materials. It just gives you an element seems to kind of make it look really kind of different. And obviously, I was in love with the OG and the Gundam and the colorway. So for mm-hmm. me, that was like my ultimate shoe. But I mean, in an ideal world, I'd say I'd like to kind of have something that was designed, obviously, with uh, lots of paneling in the upper so I can mess about with lots of different kind of overlays and lots of suede nice. and leather. I really like it when um, a shoe has suede and leather on the upper and the contrast in the materials and how it's kind of been designed and executed. Mm. I'd like the colorway to be quite bold statement something that's as we would say you know um that's a bit different but yeah that's like a bit of like a runaway you know yeah like nobody else has it you know like it's as we used to be back in the days where you'd see something and you'd be like oh my god where did you get that yes that. yeah so yeah yeah and not oh let me look on the internet it was like you just would have never seen something yeah so it was almost like a raw yeah or something that wild it's kind of yeah exactly so in that kind of um wild you like the, the mix of materials or the colors but if i'm honest with you i mean i got a lot of trainers and the ones that i always go back to or the things that i'm always going back to is black and white yeah <laughs> i'm the same I'm you know with a black and white yeah like a black upper, white midsole, you mm. can't really go wrong with that. And it's yeah. that's like a staple. That is quite, a staple, kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I wouldn't have to have the one. I'd have to have the two. Something mm. that's a bit more kind of out there, a bit more. Yeah. Or if I had to be pressed and somebody was like, here's a gun to your head, you have to pick, you have to pick, you have to pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'd be black and white with a hint of something else maybe yeah. like a, a neon green like a little neon orange, yeah nice deep nice. purple um, but I definitely kind of mess around with mm. the different materials on yeah, the I love upper, that. like um, a nice kind of like in, embossed suede or like um, like a pebbled kind of the leather something just to kind of add a bit of dimension if I'm gonna kind of just have it kind of basically mm. mostly black on the upper so yeah yeah nice I love that. I'm a PLM, so in my mind, I'm like, I want to do everything. Yeah. (laughs) You need a full collection, not just one shoe. Yeah. That's my specialty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's going to happen. So speaking of going back to the Air Max 90, um, obviously they brought out all the new colorways this year um of the recraft what's your favorite colorway and how would you style it the pink is nice but i'm not a pink girl so Mm. that's kind of got to go in a bit (laughs) um the neon i like this is bold it's kind of colorful it's a little bit different it's definitely an issue that when you put it on your feet people kind of like turn their heads to have a look and i kind of like that um the purple I kind of F with a little bit. I was almost about to swear that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can swear if you want. Just because, um, I don't know, I feel like I'd be able to wear it more often than I'd wear the neon one. I'd yeah. wear it maybe like once in a blue moon as a show, show piece. Mm. The purple one, I, will, I reckon I could wear it with like 
tracky bottoms every day. I could wear it with like a smart suit. I'd wear it with some jeans. Mm. Um, again, I'm, I'm so re- I'm really really sorry. I'm very indecisive. And <laughs> I, I, I want to have it all. So <laughs> do we all? I'd maybe say the purple, and I'd probably dress it quite smart with like a nice black suit. Um, yes. Can, can yeah. Nice. Look. <laughs> Um, all right, so another funny little question. Would you ever kiss a pair of Air Maxes? You know what? <laughs> I probably have done. <laughs> Back a day, in my younger days, when I was like, hunting down a trainer. Yeah. Not, um, and I did kiss. I know it's obviously not the same, but I did kiss a pair of um, Jordan Spizaks that I I hunted down. <laughs> you finally I, got them. I on edge and I finally got them. I had to go all the way to Manchester. This was maybe like oh my god, I love that. In like the black and the gold kind of like uh, special edition. Yeah. Kind of way, and I remember when I got them, I was so happy. I, was, uh. I did it. <laughs> oh my god um, a real now, success story no, I can't now. yeah <laughs> we're not that desperate well maybe we do maybe we do it for the for the dunks we'll see the, maybe we'll do it for the dunks for the kentuckys yeah. um we do the nike um because i didn't end up getting them i know i took real l's on that mm. so if i could get the reds uh, initial navy colorway dinner. Oh my god, yeah. I kissed that. So far. The person who also let me have them. Yeah, me too. Everybody's out there. We've got them. Kissed by a princess. Had a pair and a UK seven and a half. Because <laughs> they come up a little bit small because <laughs> the last is slightly pointed. Thank you. And let's do a quick. We've done this with all the other guests, so we're gonna do snog, marry, and avoid for the Air Max. So anything from the Air Max family, snog, okay. marry, avoid, go. <laughs> Well, because we were talking about the 90s, I've got to put the 90s in. Yeah. Kind of have to. Yeah. I'm going to say snog. Mm-hmm. Because it can be quick and then it's done. Yeah. It's there. We spoke about you it. You showed your love. Yeah, exactly. Um, Marry the 98. Yeah. I love them so much. Such a good um, shoe. It's such a good shoe. And it just brings a lot of nostalgia mm. for me personally. Um. And then avoid, I'm sorry to all the newbies, but the 270, 270, 270, however you want to call yeah, it, uh-huh. they're going to go in the bin yeah. for me, I'm sorry, <laughs> darling. I'm sorry. We're gonna... But you know what, actually, um, you know Liz Beecroft, um, yeah. she designed her How mental health one, and I would actually wear that. Her, yeah, her 270 her. racks would wear them, but any other yeah. ones, no way. Yes, same, I agree. I would wear her, but I think she got a good mix of the colorway as well yeah it's quite nice yeah and the wavy tech so the wavy swish exactly. as well yeah anything else yeah they have to go into so the nike air max was the first ever sneaker to offer a window to the soul and we're kind of taking that as a little play on words for this yeah. podcast um what would somebody see if they saw into the window of your soul Amazing, awesome person. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just say, I don't know. I guess big heart, mm-hmm. kind soul. Um, if I'm being completely honest, someone who's a little bit fearful at times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
somebody just with an abundance and a plethora of um, knowledge and passion and mm-hmm. skill set and uh, a list of gems about um, branding and um, the sneaker industry um, and just about like life mm-hmm. in general as well. Love that. And what, so obviously like the the big theme of this podcast is how women are bringing self-love and like that self-care kind of conversation into the sneaker yeah. community. And so like, what do you do for self-care? Like what does self-love and self-care look like to you? For me, I think it's um, really having that real kind of like understanding that actually um, self-care and self-love is a journey it's mm. not something that you just um, get to it's not a destination I guess like happiness is not somewhere where you're like oh I'm in self-love you know mm-hmm. you might have self-love and you might you know strive for that and you might feel like you're definitely there but then you also 100% might have some days where you just feel totally crap and you don't really feel like your best and you still look at yourself and you feel like oh yeah I'm, I don't feel fantastic today but understanding that it's a journey and Mm. that you know you might not feel great today but you'll probably feel a lot better tomorrow and that real understanding of um who you are as an individual what Mm -hmm. you have um, to give as well and just really accepting who you are as well your flaws all your amazing stuff how you look what you don't look like um what you do look like Mm -hmm. uh your thigh gap if you have one if you don't have one Mm -hmm. if you don't have one you know and just really being embracing that and actually taking it maybe further in that whole thing that um we are we're here as um a vessel on this earth and mm-hmm. you know the universe and actually what we're here mm-hmm. for and I feel like when you kind of really explore when you think about that everything else all the small things that maybe kind of make you really not really love yourself your appearance or you know the fact that maybe you're not as smart as somebody else or mm-hmm. not as this is somebody else but really understanding that you're a vessel here to kind of kind of to give good positive energy and good vibrations and um that you everybody has a skill and a talent and a song to sing Mm -hmm. um and really nurturing on that that for me is more of what i kind of align with with self-love yeah i mean i guess self-care really is trying to take an hour out of a day and it might seem like a lot when you're like an hour mm. a whole hour out of your day just for you if you, yeah. you spend about nine sometimes even ten hours at work mm-hmm. you know and that's not necessarily it's for you but sometimes it's not for you unless it's yeah, your absolutely. own business and your own company you're exactly. working for else so it's not for you and then mm-hmm. you come home and then you might kind of like cook some dinner and then you might watch something on Netflix and that's great but are you really using that hour to kind of better yourself Mm. or just to kind of be the best you or to do something that's really going to be like if you could give advice to your friends and you said to your friend you know what you need an hour to just stay at home and relax and just do nothing yeah then fine or you know what you need an hour to maybe just go to the gym and exercise so that you feel better or you know what you need an hour to just read that book that you said that you were going to read or you know what you need an hour to just get in the kitchen and learn how to make something new or Mm. you know what you need an hour to just meditate and I feel like an hour in a day 
it might seem like a lot, but actually it's only 5% in the grand scheme of it. Yeah. It's only 5% that you're actually thinking crazy, about. It's crazy, yeah, when you think about it like that. In yourself. Yeah. In yeah, you're so right. It, when you look at it as a, as a percentage, mm-hmm. 5% seems like nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's not... Yeah, I feel you. I feel like that is like the goal for all of us mm-hmm. is to like like something that I find really really hard is like the the idea of like constantly working and like stressing myself out for someone else like you said someone else's business. Yeah. Um and so I feel like a lot of people take like like can feel a bit guilty sometimes when they don't stay at work for longer or don't do like extra and like go above and beyond but actually like that's something I've been working on recently is just not feeling guilty because like actually it's my life like why would I why why am I like stressing myself for someone else um if it's my business then fair enough but yeah so I think that's really important don't get me wrong I feel like if that is something that you're really focused about and that's something that's really like important for you to kind of get ahead at work then obviously you have to put in the hours you Mm. know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I also feel like what's your work like what is it that what is it that you are passionate about yeah absolutely you you can you can also be extremely passionate about your work but maybe you've got a passion with art or you're really passionate about I don't know sewing or really passionate about cooking but you Mm. just feel like oh you never have the time and you're always exhausted when you come home from work yeah that's something that you need to nurture because you might not be in this the job box forever you know the idea is you move up and then you get to a better position and then maybe you go somewhere else to another opportunity you know what yeah. I mean so I feel like you're not going to be in a job for the rest of your life but yeah, you're going to exactly. be with yourself for yeah, the rest of your absolutely. life so you need to kind of really put back into yourself and you can't give yeah. if you don't have anything in you yeah absolutely yeah so so true we need more time and energy to focus on our love for sneakers to be honest uh, yeah. well there we go <laughs> yeah and if that is something that you really kind of enjoy you know what I mean then yeah that's something that you're like you know what once every month or once every other weekend I'm going to just take an hour I'm just going to go to the shops and just look at sneakers yeah maybe absolutely yeah. look at them on the internet maybe I'm just going to go into different shops I'm going to speak to different people I'm going to mm. actually pick up a shoe in my hand without mm-hmm. having to dress okay I've got it online and then I have it maybe I'll find something in the sh- in the shop that maybe I wouldn't have necessarily noticed before because actually when yeah. I look at it online versus to when I look at it actually it, in person it looks completely different though. yeah totally you looks different you feel it in your like, hand it's like yeah exactly get mm. a kind of emotion when you pick up the shoe you can imagine it wearing it with certain things maybe you've got in your wardrobe I feel like whatever it is like you said that you're passionate about just take an hour and just kind of explore it and try to develop it as much as 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 possible yeah thank you so much for giving up your time to like chat to us um obviously we are like so grateful that you came on the podcast because we've been wanting to chat to you and like we it's just like really nice that we've been able to like connect to you and like all the other girls in the podcast and like all of us are it's just like we were saying to like I think it was like Coco that we were speaking to um how it's just like a sisterhood the the female sneaker community and like it's so nice that we all just like have each other's back and like tag each other in raffles and everything and like also just like we can chat to each other on like a more emotional level as well like being able to 
connect yes. to other people through sneakers, whether you're talking about sneakers or not, it's like it's really nice. Um, yeah, it has become really nice, and definitely, yeah. I think it's really important as well that mm. kind of still have that. And mm-hmm. like you said, that be having a podcast like this, and obviously for the celebration of Air Max Day as well, it just allows all of us in order to kind of have the opportunity and the space to kind of speak a bit more A, about sneakers, but then like you said, to then kind of speak about other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And also the, um, the platform of a diet self as well and how amazing that is and that it's really absolutely. encouraging women to really speak up and to kind of like, to really... Um, to be themselves and Absolutely. to have a space where they feel comfortable and safe yeah. in doing so. Yeah. Hundred percent. Shout out Chloe Pierre. Shout out Chloe. <laughs> the Queen. Yeah. Yeah, we're very grateful we stand, for thyself. We stand. We stand, really. yes. <laughs> thank you so much for chatting with us. No, thank you. And it's been lovely. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really good to kind of do more and kind of to like maybe have kind of feel like people keep the eyes um, peeled and ears kind of but I feel like there'll be a really cool sneaker event for women happening soon absolutely watch the space maybe it's going to be a thyself thing who knows thyself and (laughs) come through yeah (laughs) thank you so much Ketchy and happy Air Max day happy Air Max day bye so yeah, so tell me like your name. Um, Shikana, and hmm, what would I like everyone to know about? Yeah, me? what would you like everyone to know? Um, I don't really know what I do. <laughs> I just do what I like. Which do what makes me happy. Um, I guess I work in the creative world alongside like music management yeah. and also um, styling. Just general creative work, really. And just you've cool. modelled as well in the front. Yeah, sometimes I let people take pictures of me. <laughs> How do you feel about the term model? Because it's a lot sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, like, I don't really... I wouldn't ever call myself a model. Yeah. I feel like whenever I do do any shoots, it's always like, I want... I'm doing it more as a part of like me as a person. Yeah. As opposed to like me being a model. And it has to be something that I'm really like super interested in. Mm. Or I will genuinely wear the brand. And yeah. I'm like super specific about what I do because I don't want to do anything just for the sake of doing it. Exactly. Even if there was like, this is all this money and I'd just be like. Because yeah. <laughs> mm. that is definitely uh, a reality. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, if it's not me, then I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I don't even really care about being seen that much, you know? Like, yeah. It's cool. So today we're actually at a yoga studio. Tell us about the last session that you just had. Um, it was amazing. I feel like I've been wanting to get back into yoga for a while just yeah. because um, sometimes I do have, like, quite a few time. No, I do struggle with sleep a lot. Um, just because of my anxiety can be quite bad but anyways I just I'm just not good at sleeping and um, but last year I was doing yoga quite consistently yeah and I it did help a lot with um, like my sleep and um, like muscle tension that I can get Um, and just like getting into a routine so 
um, when you messaged me about it, I was like, yes, I've literally been like talking about um, getting back into it for a while. But I guess just because I just didn't have the like, I need like a motivation or something to like push yeah. me um, to do stuff when I do like slip out of a routine. Um, but today, I was. It was a. The session was actually perfect because I feel like it was a. A good starting like a good, ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a good balance of like, um, I guess like meditation, like more chilled. Yeah. Um, kind of stuff. So, and I feel amazing after it. Especially like I've had such a like crazy few weeks at work, so yeah. it was like the perfect time to like release sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like today as well. Like when I came in and I seen everyone. Yeah. I was a bit like. Well, like, this is this is group. cool. Like, I <laughs> yeah. definitely like noticed it, and mm. I just feel like it makes you feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Um, and like you said before, it just feels like a community. Like, yeah. If you're gonna be somewhere often or in a space where you do have to be quite vulnerable and comfortable with yourself yeah. and your body, then um, it makes a difference. Like being in a space. And also with your ability as well, because I guess a lot of people think that yoga is for a certain type of person Mm -hmm. a lot of people look at it and think it's really easy as well but it's hard it's a lot harder than people think it's not just like getting into a position like you really have to focus and um i guess like be be a one with your own body and yeah um for me it's i feel like i'm quite in tune with my body and Mm. how i feel but at times when i am a lot more stressed out like it can be quite difficult to get to that place yeah i think especially in terms of how i've seen people work and everything that i've seen and read and watched over the years it kind of gives you this impression that to work really well and to deliver it means that you have to be under a lot of pressure or yeah. that you have to be carrying a lot of like workload mm-hmm. which obviously now doing that i don't agree with it's not healthy or like there's an no. idea of like working all the time that means you're working hard but yeah that's not the case it's like work smart like exactly. work better like if you for me like when once i leave work i want to switch off like there will be times where i'm working like crazy hours or yeah. whatever but then the time that i do get off i make sure that i'm having it for myself whether that's like messaging if i get a message i'm not responding to it yeah like, i'm gonna turn my emails off like and not feel it's about like not feeling feeling guilty about it yeah. either because it's just like if I don't have that time then I'm not gonna be able to do a good job anyways. And I'm sure you know like you mentioned your freelance. Yeah. If you do do like freelance work as well, it's like there people is no feel so as well. yeah yeah and people feel so entitled to your time to your time and, and it's your just like, personal space like WhatsApp exactly. They're like what is this space like? <laughs> you don't deserve that like sometimes if I'm not responding to an email and then someone will come on my Instagram and they'll be like DMing me about work and I'm like don't DM me about work yeah like I'm not responding yeah I'll literally just message and be like I'll answer your email like don't message me on here yeah like you have to have a boundary for real like unless I've come onto Instagram and said Oh, let's talk about it here. Like, 
don't go out of your way to them be pestering me in other ways. It's like, I don't want to work with you then because yeah. you don't respect me as a person. Not at all. So, and I want to respect for yeah. relationship with anyone that I'm trying to work with. Exactly. So it's important to have those boundaries. And Max, um, told, you told me what you associate with Nike. Um, My favourite ones. Yeah, what are your favourite ones? I've said what oh, yeah, you favourite. Like. You're going to say shocks. <laughs> Well, I guess, like, a shock isn't an air, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> so it has to be an air max. Air max, say? 95s. 95s, okay. Because it's just so, like, it's just too nostalgic, and I love them. Come I mean, away. I'm wearing Best them right away. now, look at this. I know. All this black. is sick. But these ones are the new com Let's ones. Feel. The collaboration, so the fabric is incredible. Yeah. Like, whenever, because I have the shock, um commons as well yeah and it's just like i've noticed that the materials that the they've chosen is just like so not it's like durable i don't know yeah it sounds really no good. no no it is like so. whenever i want to <laughs> because it's already like frayed yeah you see how it's like um it already looks like it's worn in yeah um but that's how it's made yeah. i like this like where it's it's so black and then it's yeah exactly but it just means that like Whenever I have shoes, I want to wear them all the time. Yeah. I wear Nikes all the time. I have to run around in them. So it's just like, I want to I feel like shoe. these are the most comfortable because I feel like they're sturdy. They give you like some solid yeah. grounding. And it's like spongy on the inside. Yeah. So. I mean, you also have tiny feet. Tiny there feet. There are six, but they're all small. Yeah. Everyone well, says this to me, but no way. Your feet look like yeah. a four, three, four. No. I'm, well, actually, I'm a, I'm a five and a half. Yeah. These are a five and a half, but okay. sometimes I have a six. But I think um, it's just a 95 shape because yeah. it's so boxy. Some people don't like that. Yeah. So for me, crepe, these, they're like sturdy. Like you can run around in them. They look slick yeah. as hell. It's true. Like when it snows, I have like a pair that's like um, black leather. Oh. And it's just like nothing is getting in there. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you it's don't just have to like, pull out no boots. Exactly. You're good. <laughs> you could wear it in the snow. So I literally have them because, like, whenever it's super cold or like it's raining or it's snowy, I usually wear those ones. So these are beautiful, by the way. They, um, they remind me of like a mesh dress or something. It's true. I wish everyone could see them because I the know. fabric choice is actually up. incredible. Like for sure, they're buff. Um, so. What's your best colourway then? Oh, black. The night? All black. Like, I'm, I'm, because I do like to have things a long time. Yeah. And I do like switching things up. I do tend to like stick to black as a colour. Oh, more of a classic style yeah, rather yeah. than something that's more, I guess, trend led. Exactly. Like, the moment. if it's like a, I do wear some like pops of colour. Yeah. But it's usually like if it's like a unique colour, it's not like, mm. Mm, say if it was like a, like I like that colour of that lilac. Yeah. So if it, it, there was a tracksuit that came in that colour that I really liked or something, I'd get it, but it's because it's, like, a special piece. It's, again, it's going back to that whole it being, like, more of an investment. So whether yeah. it, not, it doesn't have to be investment in terms of money, it could just be an investment in terms of the style. Exactly, exactly. And you're never going to get another one. And Yeah. yeah. But in general, if I'm going to pick something, I'm probably going to pick... A the black. black one okay yeah <laughs> or like black oh. or grey <laughs> oh yeah grey. and then everything goes everything goes together so like even if I want to wear a different tracksuit bottom then yeah. I'm going to get I'm, I can wear a grey hoodie yeah. or like I can just mix and match 
everything. That's usually how. So you told me about your favorite style. What is your least favorite style? Why is my least? I feel, I feel like no one wants to talk about it, but like I think it's important because there's always going to be stuff that we don't like. There is, but I probably don't. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. I guess I like I like a shoe that's a little bit more like chunky and it has a little bit of height. Okay. I don't tend to like a silhouette that's like super flat or like really narrow. I just feel like it looks a bit weird on me. Yeah. I think because I usually do like wear like a baggier trouser if yeah. I'm gonna wear so um, the silhouette won't really fit. Yeah, in like of proportion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like being really exactly. technical. Exactly, it's technical shoe. though. That's that's why I end up choosing like a chunky shoe. And but yeah, like I feel like if it's just I don't like flat shoes. And I do like feeling a bit more high. Higher. So how do yeah. you feel about the TNs and the Vapormax TNs? I mean, I do have. I love the Vapormax TNs, but they still have a bubble. So yeah. Like they but don't you think they're mad? Like when you first, do you remember when you what first you? wore them? Like <laughs> vapor mats. I felt like I was walking on the moon or something, like bouncing. Yeah, but I like, that's what I mean. Like, like I it? like I like <laughs> something where I'm like, give me a little boost. That's the same yeah. thing with the shocks. Like it's True. got it's got the shocks little thing underneath. Like I think that's why they scare me a little bit. Maybe know? it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. Too but I much. like that. I'm into yeah. it. Like I like feeling a bit of a bounce when I walk. It makes such a difference. <laughs> Try does. running for a bus. Like it's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's why Nike just have the technology so important. Yeah. Honestly, like my worst thing could be my feet being uncomfortable. Yes. Oh like my I don't want to think about that when I've got other things to be thinking about. Like yeah. I'm not doing that when I can wear a comfortable shoe. Exactly. <laughs> so why would I choose that shot? I would I will never choose a shoe that hurts me over anything like never. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not a part of like any community or, or anything, but I do have a love for it. Yeah. Um, and I like sharing it with people. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. But I think I think also my problem with the sneaker culture is Yeah. Because everyone just wants whatever the most amazing collab is. Exactly. Yes. Whatever the next hype thing is. Mm-hmm. Like, do you even like the shoe? So that's my problem with it. This is why I always ask this question. What is your... Exactly. Because you're human. You have opinions. Exactly. Hopefully. And it's just like, I'm not going to just... I don't care if it's the best off-white yeah. frigging trainer that Virgil's made and yeah. everybody loves it. If I don't like it... I don't like, like it. it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get it. And you can say I appreciate it. Like, I appreciate exactly. the work that went into it. Exactly. I appreciate the design. Mm-hmm. Because from what I'm aware of, like, when you create a trainer, or even, like, the concept behind it, or the concept yeah. behind anything, you know how it goes in terms of exactly. shoes, work, briefs, mm-hmm. like, the, what goes into it is insane. Shoot. So I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. But it's personal. For it's, me, it's a personal thing, and I, and I only want to wear what I want to wear. Yeah. I'll never wear something that I don't want to. I don't care if it's the next best. Everyone in the whole world thinks it's amazing, or someone wants to pay me so much money. I'm just like, if I don't like it, I don't like it. I have a very strong opinion. Like, I'm like known for my opinion on why what I do like and what I don't like. But I just good. can't do something that makes me uncomfortable. And I think that like gives people a good ground to like understand you better. Exactly. It's like have some integrity. Like, I can only be me. Like I'm yes. not gonna do it. I just can't do stuff that affects 
Um, how I dress and how I appear affects how I feel on the inside also. I can't do anything that, that like, neg negatively affects the way that I feel. I'll be uncomfortable. I'd be thinking, I'd, like, literally be thinking about it a million times if I was wearing something that I don't feel comfortable in. Like, wow. if, I, if I do have, like, I do have some heels mm. that I like and I... And I can wear because they're also comfortable yeah. and I feel great in them. Like, if if I feel good in them, then I'm going to wear it. But it's also, like, just because everyone else is going to go to this party and they're going to wear heels, I ain't wearing heels. Yeah. If I feel like I don't want to, then I'm not going to. Sometimes I'm in the mood to do that and exactly. I will do that. Yeah. But it's, like... It's I'm, not a must. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not a must. Code. Like, how how many times has everyone said that you have to wear heels to be sexy? It's just like, hell no. I can wear my Nike trainers yeah. and I'm still going to feel good about myself. Exactly. Like, it's not It's not even... Um, it's more about how you feel is projected. It's exactly. like a confidence that... And everyone feels that energy. Um, it's not even particularly about like the item that you're wearing right. I don't feel mm -hmm. so how would you describe your style I guess in like maybe three words I hate these questions Ooh, I'm asking you you know three but... words <laughs> I don't know like I feel like I can't really describe it because um I do have like several yeah like I have I have such a variation like sometimes I, it's like whatever mood I'm in mm. um I'm like super comfortable with my body as well, so I have no like if I wanna be showing every part of my body, yeah. I can do that. But most of the time you might just see me in like a tracksuit. It's literally like whatever I'm in the mood for, for and how that day. Yeah, yeah, and what I'm like comfortable with. But I, I don't feel like I have um I don't know because a lot of people ask me that question as well. Yeah. And, and like a lot of people will be like, Oh, I love your style, but I'm just like, what? Even, which one is it like yeah, what, one what even is it like yeah. or i guess it, it, i just don't have a word to describe it i literally just wear whatever i feel like if i want to feel sexy then you know you got that trust <laughs> <laughs> so on that subject how do you like what has your journey been in terms of feeling comfortable with your body do you think you've mm. always been comfortable in your body absolutely not i feel like that's why i'm so um i'm so like what is the word? I'm so like passionate about it because for a long time, because when I was in school, I did suffer a lot, not suffer a lot, but like I struggled a lot with my weight, not even in terms of like, I was fine myself, but yeah. I was very skinny, like growing up. Mm. And I just feel like it was, it was always a thing that everyone used to say to me. And you know, yeah. a lot of people are always like, or they'll just make a skinny joke and not think anything of it or like yeah. they'll just pass a comment yeah but to me it was like especially like being a black woman you know everyone wants everyone's like a bit more like curvy like just naturally but then there's like, there's not everyone but there's still like some people are not i don't know it's, it's like a weird i think there's thing. an i not there's not an ideal there's a standard exactly that people assume so if you don't mm -hmm. fit into that standard which a lot of people don't yeah like we're not made one way exactly you know? everyone's different so like when i was like in school um like growing up it was just always a comment about like how skinny i was or, like just pat even like when i started working working and stuff mm. so and it did affect me mentally a lot i was just like super conscious about it i like i used to do like crazy things to try and make myself 
put on weight. Yeah. I used to like, um, I would literally force myself to eat, like things to the point where I would feel like, yeah. it's just like little things that to everyone else, they probably don't even notice, but it was such a big deal to me about like trying to put on weight mm. that it, it affected everything. And I used to like, um, go to the gym every single day because I was like what are the things that I can do to Bulk try up and like yeah, all, the, yeah, yeah. all the weights and yeah and like I'm in that's why like my relationship with even like exercise is a bit is a bit strange because not strange but I'm just like I'm never gonna go to the gym or work out to look a certain way yeah because I've been in that thing and it's actually unhealthy like to have an obsession with working out whether to people think it's good or not yeah 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 for that reason it's just it's just not good for your mental health mm. so I, I don't care whether that's you want to be a bodybuilder or you want to lose weight however like if you're going to the gym like yes it's cool to have a goal yeah but if it's literally like if I don't go there and it's a thought in the back of your head to be whatever like it's unhealthy it's negative yeah it's yeah, like, yeah yeah exactly like i want to i want to like if i'm gonna work out which i don't really work out um <laughs> you <laughs> know i do like you work a lot as well <laughs> yeah, yeah we like to... i do like enjoy sports and stuff but like yeah i don't go i just don't go to the gym like every day to be doing this thing because i'm trying to look a certain way you can exactly walk and you know get to the places you need mm-hmm. to get to that's yeah. I think we take a lot of things like that for granted until, like, I exactly. don't know, I remember, like, once, um, last year, my wrist just start, gave in. Yeah. And I looked it up online, it's probably, like, from typing a yeah. lot, which, that's my job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, what if my hand just gave up one day? Exactly. I would be lost. Mm-hmm. I can't type with one hand. Like, this is it. how would I do my job? So things like that, it's really important. Yeah, and it's like, your body, like, everybody's body's different, but yeah. it's just, like... Also, like, just being in touch with your body and being comfortable yeah. with your body and being aware of it. I feel like I'm in a space now where I am, like, even, like I mentioned about, like, if I am stressed or, like, my anxiety is really bad, like, I will get, like, a lot of, like, muscle tension or whatever. But it's, like, being aware of it and, like, um, if I do want to, like, work out or, like, exercise, it's usually to, like, relieve some stress or, yeah. you know, just be, like, I just want to feel feel good, I guess. Um, you mentioned sports as well what are your like top favorite sports to mm, what is my favorite sports I guess because when I was growing up I did want to be a footballer so yes I like played for Bradford City Girls oh, and yes. you know like footballs always had um but it's more like the actual action of doing the sport as opposed mm. to like I don't support a team or anything I just like I just like being involved, I guess, like, in a game. It's, like, a time where you don't have to be thinking about anything else. Yeah. You can actually switch off because you're just thinking about what you're doing in the in the game. So I feel like that's why like I like um, sports. Do you get to do much of it? I don't really get to do much of it, like, at the moment. It's probably, like, I could probably do, do more... But it's like more like getting to getting like I need I need someone to like push me to do it. Yeah. Like and also it's a lot of research as well because you need to find somewhere that's close to you or at exactly. least like in a good proximity. Mm-hmm. Like you like the team as well. It's like yeah. finding a new like gym or a yoga studio or exactly. any kind of studio really. Mm-hmm. You need to like prep yeah. it kind of. But also like I just feel like as well because I I did um 
last year I did like kind of join a football club but it's just like whenever you do that I feel like if when it's on a level like that where it's a team and you're gonna be playing games because I know about football I'm like you need to be committed yeah there's a commitment here you can't let the team down yeah if you can't be there on like sessions or like for games it's just like what is the point yeah do you know what I mean it's you not gotta go for... yeah yeah like I'm just like I don't want to be like not turning up because something's come up or yeah whatever I feel like so that, then I just stopped going really because I was just missing out I'm just like I need if I'm gonna be in it I need to be committed yeah um to the team I think that's strong though I think I guess being a part of any kind of community that mm-hmm. is the main part of it like you can't just start yeah. something up and then just well I mean you can yeah like you can have the inter- do you know what I mean like it's it's different for certain things but yeah. I just mean like if it's, it's a game yeah if it's a game and there's a specific amount of players and your players are counting on you to do that then you need to do there. it if it's something else like yoga you're you're more of an individual yeah so like if <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like no one's counting on on yeah. you you know um and I I just have yeah I just don't have it in me to like if I'm going to do something and be there for someone, I want to really be there. Be there. Right. Snog, marry, avoid, or Nike, Nike trainer silhouettes? Oof. I know, I'll ask the best questions. Toughest. Well, I'm going to marry the 95. Marry the 95. I'm going to snog the shocks. I have to be consistent. <laughs> and I'm probably going to avoid... Why isn't that really? I mean, I do like quite a lot. I do avoid this sounds no because I've actually got some of them <laughs> well you can still have them and you yeah. still avoid them no because I don't have stuff that I, that I don't want to wear do you know what I mean yeah I mean I still have a few things that I've kind of there's probably past. yeah there's probably a crazy silhouette that I just don't know about because I'm not interested yeah um and I guess what training are you most excited about I think you said the shock but yeah you say that's my that's my favorite okay like cool. it's the most not my not even like my favorite but it's the most exciting thing. yeah um if someone was to look into the window of your soul whichever what way you want to put it what are they what would they see well if they can even get <laughs> get, <there. laughs> get that <first. laughs> because i feel like i'm like i'm so um i'm one of those people that like i just like to give a lot of energy and yeah um so i don't really to get to get to me, it's quite hard. Mm. Um, but once you're there, you know it's also. <laughs> I'm like hard on. The, I'm a typical Cancerian. Okay. Hard on the outside because I'm protecting myself. Of course, yeah. So, but in the inside, it's just love. That's all that is. Like it's literally just like love and happiness. Thank you all for spending Air Max Day with us, for getting involved in our competition, looking at the videos. Thank you to Nike for this amazing opportunity to relaunch what is a women's sneakerhead community, both here in the UK and in the US. Massive love for the support. Um, thank you to our guests. Yes, thank you so much, especially um, our guests that phoned in from the US and like different places in the world. And also um, the girls that have been working on shoots. And, yes, <laughs> and like coming, taking five minutes out of their shoot to speak to us. Um, it just shows how passionate every single one of us is about sneakers and about this community. And it's just really nice to have like 
us all of us girls sticking together massively and also pushing forward in terms of with culture and like mm. reimagining what it means to be a woman in 2020 yeah absolutely you know it's amazing so thank you so much hopefully we'll be back next year um also we're just going to be doing more podcasts so catch up with us check us out on instagram so i'm chloe pierre ldn and i'm also at thyself thy.self and i am tt finley and it's just at tt finley super simple